0: And welcome to Justice Losers, the most unqualified post- podcast talking entertainment Pasta-cast. news. And posting, we're pasta. We talk about pasta. This is what this podcast is now. Out of nowhere, you thought we we're going to talk about Spider Man today. We're going to talk about pasta.
1: Linguini. What are your thoughts? What's linguini? I don't remember. Is uh, that like a spaghetti kind of thing?
0: I think so. I think it's like the long and flat one. It's like the it's a big old rectangle. Hmm. Or is that fettuccine?
1: I think that's fettuccine.
0: I think they both are. They both do that.
1: You know what? I have all the world's information at my fingertips, and I can't even be bothered to look.
0: I, I was about to say, <laughs> please don't. <laughs> I'm right, Russ Preston, join as always by my delightful co-host, Bet, Matt. Matt, what do people do? Like
1: subscribe and tell a friend.
0: All right, we're talking about Spider-Man today. Boy, Normally are we? We do just like a Watchmen up to is like this is what this is. But last mm-hmm. week we did both news and Watchmen up to. and this week we're just going to do a review on Spider-Man. Yeah. Are we going to do non-spoilers first, or are we just going to like?
1: Let's do spoilers first, and then end with a non-spoiler recap. Oh, that's right. Thing. That's how we decided to start yep. doing that.
0: Yeah. So what we're going to do? Uh, Do you have any ugly? Are we just going to do like a review? Or are we going to do like the proper like...
1: No, let's just do a review. All right. Spoilers.
0: We're talking about Spider-Man today. Spider-Man, Nary Away, Homebound.
1: Homeward Bound crossover?
0: Homeward Bound? You ever see that? No. It's
1: like a Disney movie from the 90s, live action animals, but they talk in people voices and they get abandoned and have to find their way home.
0: That's not the movie we're talking about. It's pretty good spider-man spider-man no way home
1: no way to get to homecoming it's too far from home
0: yes time for the prom what'd you think
1: big picture i thoroughly enjoyed it okay had a lot of fun uh i think it did many things very well including some interesting things that were uh different from a lot of previous movies both spider-man marvel and general superhero i guess Um, I do have some very specific nitpicks uh, and complaints, which we'll get into uh, a little further, I imagine. Uh, but yeah, overall, it's probably a solid eight for me. Okay.
0: I, uh, I'm right in there with you. I'm like, it's a strong eight for me. Okay. Like, I think it's, it's just under the threshold of pushing a nine.
1: Right about Um, there for you, for me too. Yeah.
0: But it's, uh, it, I honestly, I loved it. Okay. Um, It did so much for me on... One, it hit my emotions... It just Mm -hmm. really punched me right in the emotion nerves, like, over and over again. Yep. And it was kind of annoying, mostly because every single time any movie tries to go emotional, goes emotional, Mm -hmm. and Kaylin and I are watching it together, she wants to see if I'm crying, so she stops paying attention to the movie to look at me, and it (laughs) happened, like, 19 times. Yeah. Like, watch the movie! (laughs) I had to actively ignore her, because Mm -hmm. I, like, I saw her head turn, and I'm just like yes i'm crying a little bit watch the movie (laughs) um but for the most part it was so much we all know i'm a sucker for uh culminations oh yeah and this i can't without spoiling
1: we're spoiling it at this point oh that's
0: right we are yeah this was a culmination not only of Tom Holland, but also, like, a satisfying con- culminate, culminated conclusion for both Garfield and Maguire. Yes. Like, the things that they were left open,
1: mm-hmm. both
0: as characters and also because those franchises got cut short from what they wanted to be, mm-hmm. we got those conclusions in Tom Holland wrapping it up himself. Yep. And it was just... like the entire thing all of them working together like with the, all of their ideals were in sync obviously because they're the same person but right. like, their experiences were slightly different and you can see how those flavors of the of the same ideal mm-hmm. interplay yeah and have an output both emotionally and narratively yeah
1: tom Holland's, i mean the one of the people in the world he's closest to is murdered and he's got to go through the emotional journey that both of them went through yeah Um, and, uh, it, it's, they, uh, let me collect my thoughts here for a second. (laughs) (laughs) Um, it, it, it does such a good job of letting them and their experiences, not only with the characters, but with the audience be kind of a guiding light for him, Mm -hmm. um, so that we can have someone that comes in and steers his ship right um you can have toby Maguire just catch the glider and wordlessly look into his eyes for a yep. few seconds and i was like i really hope he doesn't say anything here because anything he says is just going to make this scene worse and he didn't and yep. it was great
0: and then he got stabbed and then he got stabbed
1: <laughs> <laughs> um but yeah that was like the perfect um way to handle that to actually give holland some emotional stakes the level which he hadn't had to deal with before yeah. and then give him the tools to push past it
0: and that's definitely this was something that like i i realized kind of this whole time um with this movie i'm gonna get back to that specific scene. Mm-hmm. um this was a movie of tom holland's mistakes yeah and that's something about like what I, what I was talking about with the culminations that tom holland spider-man is so much more about his own mistakes mm-hmm. leading to catastrophe right and like I appreciate that so much because he's a high schooler mm-hmm. with great power and is trying to figure out his great responsibility. Yeah. And so like this whole movie itself is like is kicked off because he made mistake after mistake. Mm-hmm. And he's like he explicitly come to t- comes to terms with that in yep. his breakdown. He's like, all of this is basically is is my fault. Mm-hmm. Like, every step of the way, it has been decisions I have made that led to my aunt's death, that has led to this multiverse falling apart right now. Yep. Like, all of this is my fault. Yeah. And, like, and having that, like, he's superficially noticed that thus far, but this is really, like, it breaking him and him being like, this is something that I need to, I can't do. Mm-hmm. Um, And that culminates in him still att- almost making that final mistake mm-hmm. of like going to kill him mm-hmm. and had it not been for mcguire peter parker mm-hmm. he hasn't made those mistakes but he's lived long enough that he's like that that's a path he's or it's a, it's a barrier he's already passed and talking about him already being past that
1: yeah
0: he's the right one to step in he's the old and bittered and like he's the peter b parker
1: yeah <laughs> <laughs>
0: who has been through all of this and he's the right one to stop that because yeah. garfield's still relatively young yep um
1: young fresh-faced with entirely too much hair yeah <laughs> <laughs> did you ever see the movie silence
0: uh-uh.
1: it's a it's a really good movie um it's about a pair of jesuit priests that journey to japan in the 16th century to um rescue their uh one of the priests that taught them who has probably been it's not confirmed but probably been taken prisoner by the Uh, Japanese feudal lords Mm. um, uh, because they're trying to stamp out Christianity Um, beautiful slow meditative reflection on faith but also Andrew Garfield has entirely too much hair and it's like massively coiffed and (laughs) (laughs) it kind of takes you out of the movie a little bit
0: gotcha Um, but yeah that's uh, that scene okay I will say though I'm a little disappointed that they didn't go with uh, Spider-Man black and white Thing with the Wilson Fisk bit mm-hmm. Where like he beats him to submission And then like threatens to put web Through it like, into his lungs mm-hmm. I was really hoping they would go with that reference <laughs> Like not the stab thing Yeah, Cause that would have been amazing Cause that's like that's Cause think about it like uh, Thematically that's the same scene mm-hmm. That's the person who's responsible for Well in the movie killing Aunt May In the, bu- in the book uh, To talk Give an explanation to audience members Who don't know this uh in spider-man black and white i think it was just an eight issue run mm-hmm. uh peter parker has been outed as mm-hmm. uh as spider-man and wilson fisk hires an assassin to shoot aunt may uh or shoot somebody and aunt may gets crossed caught in the crossfire i don't remember the exact uh logistics mm-hmm. of it but she gets shot and is in a either in a coma or paralyzed or something not dead right. but is injured and so Wilson Fisk, who did up, uh, orchestrated all of this from Blackgate, no, that's DC, the Raft.
1: mm Hmm.
0: Yeah. Probably. Uh. Spider Man goes to the Raft and confronts him, and in front of everybody, like in front of this whole like he's in the Commons area. He beats the shit out of Wilson Fisk dressed as mm-hmm. Spider Man, and uh, Wilson Fisk's like, "You're not gonna kill me, Spider Man won't kill me." And Spider-Man, and Spider-Man doesn't kill him. He's like, y- you know what? You're right. And strips down to his knickers and then <laughs> proceeds to beat the ever-living fuck out of him, mm-hmm. not holding back because this can take it. Right. Uh, beats him to submission. He's on the ground. And then uh, Peter puts his web shooters to his mouth and says, I can send this down your throat and you will die. Like, you will not survive me sending webs straight down your into your lungs. Mm-hmm. But you know what? What's worse for you not die is not dying, but the fact that I beat you in front of all of these people. The respect you're losing is a worse punishment than me killing you. Mm-hmm. If you ever come to May again. Like he's like like it's it's about May. Right. And so like narratively, like that's what that scene was doing in the movie, and I was like, they have to. And I'm a little disappointed they didn't because mm-hmm. that's such a good run. Mm-hmm that i haven't read but i've heard nothing but good <laughs> things and i have read that run or that that bit that right. scene um it it would have been a fantastic uh play but also toby mcguire stopping green goblin from being stabbed by his own yep. thing wraps in his regret <laughs> yep and so it makes sense yeah I just it was like it had the momentum to that my, one of my favorite bits of comic. hmm Even though I'm a DC guy. <laughs>
1: yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that's my rant on that one. Alright. Yeah. Generally I really liked that final fight between Peter and Goblin.
0: Oh yeah. It, I would not call that a fight.
1: That it, was a beat uh, down. That
0: was that was a beat down. That was a whooping. And, and
1: Goblin was loving every moment of it, and I'm so glad that they brought Willem DeVoe back and let him choose some scenery.
0: I am so glad that like yes like uh, and to add to that i'm glad they chose the specific villains they chose like there was a Mm -hmm. few that they left out of course like having willem dafoe green goblin just like just the the maniacal Mm -hmm. play that he is um and also uh i was telling this to kayla on the way back I love that we get these villains for the entirety of the movie as the villains already. Mm -hmm. We don't get half the movie where they're not the villain to get their introduction. And then it's only a fight scene of them as a villain. We got an entire movie of Green Goblin being Green Goblin. Yeah. (laughs) Um, Both as like outwardly Green Goblin, but also him pretending to be innocent Osborne. Like, I'm scared, Mm -hmm. but it's totally Green Goblin behind the entire thing, which I love. Yeah. Just... Like what Willem Vote does with his voice to make it clear that like between the difference between Norman Osborn and Green Goblin yeah, is that little growl. So when he's like being, like, oh, I'm so innocent. You're like, I hear that growl.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: That's not Osborn. Yeah. <laughs> and it's just like, it's so masterful. Yeah. The whole time.
1: What oh, a guy. What an actor.
0: What an actor. What a character. Yeah. I can't wait to get to like, like to be caught up on DC so I can start reading Spider-Man stuff because there's mm-hmm. so many good Spider-Man things out there. Yeah oh getting sandman who's just like he doesn't give a shit what happens he just wants to go home yeah so like like true neutral yep not a villain not a hero not an anti-hero yeah just whatever guy with motivation yeah um lizard is just like
1: he felt the most throwaway
0: he did but also i feel like he served the purpose of being the one on the outside that's like you guys are all idiots yeah. Like, this is going to... You're making... Like, these are all villains. Like, you're stupid. Like, he looks down on Peter in general. Yeah. um, Which is, like... Which is appropriate, especially with the Tom Holland one, who's, like... He's really smart, but I feel like he's not... They didn't make him a crazy genius mm-hmm. in these movies. Right. Which I appreciate. Mm-hmm. They did that with Andrew Garfield, where he's just, like, he's the best at everything. Right. Um, which, I meter's incredibly smart sure um then we got just jamie fox being oh yeah ja- being jamie fox and loving it it's definitely not the same character
1: no <laughs>
0: <laughs> not the same tragic character but like yep. jamie i love jamie fox
1: something something the electricity tastes different here mm-hmm. and so he doesn't have a comb over anymore
0: which was a really cool like use of the world of the difference in the world Mm -hmm. like how you know the stark arc reactor didn't exist in his world yeah and so it makes sense that it's like oh i want that yeah like i want electricity i want that yeah which was which was a good um who else was there Who who am i missing doc ock good old i'm so glad they let him be redeemed. Yeah. And actually be redeemed. Yeah. I was so nervous that they were gonna have it break again, or like, turns out like he's actually just a piece of shit. Mm-hmm. But like I think if there's any because of the Spider-Man game, the PS4 Spider-Man game, um, mm-hmm. uh, he's one of the villains, but like it takes forever for him to become a villain. Uh-huh. And for so long in the game, he is your mentor, and you develop this relationship and you do watch that emotional downfall. Mm-hmm. And I remember they They did that pretty well in 2, didn't they?
1: Yeah, I mean, it happens, like, first act, but Mm -hmm. they do, they make you like him, and then they break him.
0: And, like, that's, I'm so glad that they gave that to him. They gave you good Octavius Mm -hmm. for a long time, too. Like, once they got the thing in there, like, then he actually was like, let's fix these people. Like, he, like, kicked in, and let him be a brilliant side. I love the overuse of, like, the, Brilliant scientist. Brilliant scientist. He's like, that's what all of his villains are.
1: <laughs> you know, I'm something of a scientist myself.
0: I loved that. I <laughs> loved the very brief, uh, the Spider-Man pointing. Did you see the Spider-Man pointing yeah. in the credits? Yeah. I was like, oh, thank you. You had to put that in somewhere. <laughs> yep. Um, I think I actually looked at you with the I'm something of a scientist myself. I, I looked like, at you. I Okay, good. I think we made <laughs> eye contact.
1: I couldn't tell if you were, like, groaning or smiling
0: i i both it was like like it was i'm like <laughs> god damn it but also how can you not how can you not god <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, it the you gotta be careful what you fall into yeah like it's just do we know who wrote and directed this is it the same people behind the original the other two spider-men not the uh, other uh, people, spider the other the, uh, Homecoming right. and...
1: Uh, John Watts was still the director. Right. Um, and I assume the writing team was at least similar.
0: Okay. Because I will say, this movie gave me the same appreciation for the writer's knowledge of comic culture as Suicide Squad did. Like the new Suicide mm-hmm. Squad did. Because it was just like, you understand your fan base. And also, like, the joke that, like, yeah. you gotta be careful what you fall into <laughs> is such, like, a... Wide sweeping comment on <laughs> comics because it
1: happens yep. so much. Yeah, <laughs> fall into chemicals, fall into electric eels, fall into a particle accelerator.
0: Yeah, exactly. Like, it's just pick I, your, it, pick it your such thing, a, such a good comment. Um, and so that's all like the individual bits. There's so many more right. bits that I appreciated the little time, yeah i'll let you talk a little bit i've been ranting i've got more but like... okay
1: um you were talking you kind of initiated this conversation talking about the emotional stuff and i love that the ending thing ends with the heroic sacrifice but it's not someone dies yes and you're like oh okay someone dies it's the 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 memory idea
0: it's a it's a heroic reset yeah which um, i'm i'm so excited to see what happens in the future mm-hmm. uh, we've already got like set photos of tom holland doing all flippy flippy stuff mm-hmm. so like we're pretty sure there's gonna be a spider-man four.
1: i think they've all confirmed but confirmed it, it at this point yeah
0: so i'm so excited to see what they do with that we're like it's because that, that is an aspect of spider-man mm-hmm. um the him being revealed to the world is an interesting story mm-hmm. but it's also such a finite story right in comic lore um to give him that like Nobody knows Peter Parker at all. Like I am yeah. now alone, which is something that like this character struggles with. Is like now loss. His mm-hmm. basically dad and then mom both died. Yeah, nobody knows him. Yeah, um,
1: which is a good way to to take care of uh um, not not a problem necessarily with these movies, but to take a different approach. Where in the first two well first three he has a huge support system around him and a lot of people that mm-hmm. care about him and help him um and spider-man is supposed to be at times a character that is kind of isolated and yeah. alone um and so this really breaks him down to his most elemental self and lets him kind of discover himself a little bit yeah uh, which i think will be very interesting
0: i saw a video that was like here's the plot of spider-man 4 He's sitting in his dorm and he's like, all right, let's do this. And he gets a knock on the door. A girl walks in and is like, hey, are you the person? I'm, are you Peter Parker? And he's like, oh, this ought to be good. And he's like, yeah, what? And she's like, I was told that you're the person to come to if I need help with chemistry. It's like, oh, oh, yeah, that's, that's definitely me. And she's like, cool, I'm Gwen Stacy. And he's like, no, no, no. And then he's like, man, okay, that was freaky. All right, uh, where's my roommate? I haven't even seen him at all. And he opens the door and he's like, oh, hey, like, I'm, I'm Peter. And he's like, hey, I'm Harry, Harry Osborn. And he's like, no, nope, no. Nope. <laughs> <laughs> he's like, he's now heard both of those stories and is like terrified of those people. Because yep. I bet they're coming up. I they have to be people I that could are introduced see it. before. Yeah, at least one of them. Something. We don't have Oscorp.
1: Wasn't there a oblique reference to Oscorp at some point in one of the earlier ones?
0: I want to think yes, but also they did explicitly say Oscorp doesn't exist in here. Right, like that Norman said. That. That's true. So, um, I don't know
1: all right so i I feel like
0: that's like that's a giant oversight for disney to let happen Mm -hmm. so i don't know
1: yeah okay i'm going to assume then that that was them telling us that we won't get actual green goblin yeah which works because this was i mean as much as this was a villain team-up movie this was a green goblin movie yeah for as far as the villain goes Mm -hmm. um and I love that they just didn't even try to challenge Willem Dafoe as the defining <laughs> version of the character.
0: Yeah. You can't. <laughs> no. Nah. It's just, it's such a perfect casting for that.
1: But Dane DeHaan. But who? He was the goblin thing in Amazing Spider-Man 2.
0: Oh, the hobgoblin? Yeah. That, that was Harry, right? Yeah. Because Harry Osborne's hobgoblin. Yeah. He's not a green goblin. Um.
1: Or New Goblin.
0: Oh, New Goblin. Yeah, Hobgoblin's different. Oh, that's
1: different.
0: Even dirtier. <laughs> <laughs> um, Yeah, what else was I going to say?
1: Venom. We'll get Venom.
0: Oh, we'll, uh... No, we won't get Venom, because he's back in his universe.
1: Except the little glob.
0: Oh, the little glob, that's right, yep.
1: Which is nice, because then they can make him not an anti-hero and make him an actual villain again.
0: So... Did you hear, or did you see, or think about the kind of plot hole with that bit
1: uh i mean i the the one that i thought of was this is like an actual magical spell everything should go not the little glob oh but
0: uh but that's just
1: hand wavy magic rules in movies
0: the the complaint not really complaint the the surface value issue is that what's this what brought them? What was the condition that brought everybody from the multiverse?
1: You know that Peter Parker, Spider Man.
0: So, this Venom, who doesn't know this Peter Park doesn't know Peter Parker or Spider Man at all from a different universe. Mm-hmm. Why did he get brought over? And so the post credit scene in at Carnage, which was the mm-hmm. is the part one of this. Uh, right. if ha- if, for audience members, if you haven't seen Carnage. Basically, this, is part, this was a part two post-credit scene to a part a post-credit scene for Carnage. It was basically, he. it was, like, the two of them sitting in a hotel room talking, and he's, like... He's, like, so, like, what do you even, like, what do you know? Like, you know a lot of stuff, right? You're, like, from outer space, and he's, like, oh, you wouldn't even believe what I know. And he's, like, well, uh, like, you should show me. Like, you can show me what you know, right? And he's, like, you, like, you couldn't handle it. Your, your stupid meat sack couldn't handle it. The tin, like... Uh, thousands and thousands of years of knowledge across the, across thousands of universes, like you, your brain would melt. And then, uh, and he's like, "Well, just show me like a tab bit." It's like, "Oh, all right." Like the whole my mm-hmm. place shakes, and he's like, w- w- "What was that?" He's like, "That wasn't me." What what just happened? He's like, "I don't know." And then, like the TV turns on, and it's Spider Man being revealed to be Peter Parker. It's that bit. Uh... and he's like, "Who is that?" <laughs> and like that's basically it okay and so that's him being brought over to this universe but that also like that line that venom says is like across mm-hmm. thousands of universes is okay that symbiote is like must be a multiversing multiverse spanning being
1: uh-huh.
0: or species apparently and so maybe that explains why that glob is there is because mm-hmm. it is a being across the multiverse or mm-hmm. that like there are symbiotes from across the multiverses that have come together somehow mm-hmm. into one single symbiote. We might get an explanation about that. I feel like that's like, that's a thing they can easily put together. Yeah. Based on bits they've said that gives an easy conclusion.
1: So yeah. also that. who cares venom in the MCU?
0: Yeah. <laughs> but also that was just like, I loved that. It was just two post-credit scenes in mm-hmm. completely different movies that just give a little short story yeah. of Tom Hardy being thrust across a multiverse <laughs> twice. <laughs> uh, uh, makes me want to go watch Carnage because Tom Hardy in that role seems so much fun. Yeah, he was fun.
1: Yeah, I yeah. Let's uh let's watch Carnage sometime.
0: Yeah, we that's keep... not the movie we're talking about though. No. <laughs> what else? I will say this. This is something that um kaylin and i disagreed on actually on our way back she was saying like she couldn't get behind the plot it was just like
1: all
0: this car all this like destruction and you almost said
1: carnage. carnage
0: all this destruction for like for what and i was like well it's like peter parker a big characterization of peter parker is his like his read of humanity Mm-hmm. They're like, these people deserve redemption and stuff like that. It's like, mm-hmm. you can't kill them. And so, like, this is really capitalizing on letting him finally get that. Yeah. be at an immense cost. Right. And she's like, so all these people who died in this, like, whole destruction of the freaking uh, Statue of Liberty with the Captain America shield, which I absolutely hated, I'll be honest. Hated that bit. That they were putting a Captain America shield on the Statue of Liberty.
1: I think we're supposed to. Okay, good.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Um, Like all that for like five people's, not even, yeah, five people's lives and Mm -hmm. like him.
1: How many people do we think died in the Statue of Liberty thing? Well,
0: not like that died, but also like the multiverse, like coming to shreds. Mm. And like the thing that I genuinely enjoyed about this is. What was the movie that I had a problem with that they didn't have a cost to the victory? I think it was Black most, Widow.
1: Most movies ever? Yeah, Black Widow. It was Black the specific Widow. One that there's you no cost recently. to the victory. Yeah.
0: And I feel like it's unsatisfying when there's like, when you get a victory and it's just like, ah, we did it. Hooray. That's it. Yay. Good. Like, it's like, what what was the barrier like what there's not even like an emotional cost mm-hmm. i think you they, they that movie suffered because it was a prequel to things that already happened yeah so you that's couldn't do a whole lot yeah. um, but with this one the cost is immense mm-hmm. and even though the cost was such a big like magnitude of scale mm-hmm. over the the victory mm-hmm. it still made sense because at any given point These were all decisions made by the characters, rationally, in the character's, like, identity, Mm -hmm. with their knowledge at the time. Right. If Peter knew this was going to happen at the end of the movie, there's no way he would have made these decisions. But every step of the way, he was Mm -hmm. like, oh, like, let's just do this. And, like, Doctor Strange was like, stop messing with my spell. And he's like, this and this. And then, like, blah, blah, blah. Crazy shit happened. And then he's like, Mm -hmm. Okay. I I couldn't do the spell, but I was able to contain it. Mm-hmm. Like, it, it is contained. Uh, something weird may have happened, but, like, at least it's together and it didn't shatter the multiverse. And then Peter's idea was, I'm going to cure these people, and then when I hit this button, they'll all go back. Like, that's it's an mm-hmm. easy, it's a one-two, everything's going to be fine, we win. Mm-hmm. But, like, it was the villains who then screwed everything up. Yeah. And... Like, it's, what I was trying to, what I'm trying to say with this whole thing is that everything made stint sense, every step of the way, like, even yep. though it kind of, like, it kind of jerked your gears every once in a while. Sure. It all made sense for their characters.
1: hmm
0: I love when that happens, because I hate yeah. when I'm sitting in the middle of the movie, and I'm like, why did you make that decision? Yeah. What in your life... Would lead you to think that that decision is the right one to make.
1: Plot reasons.
0: Plot reasons. Yeah. like, all of this just felt fluid.
1: Yeah. Like, and I loved it. <laughs> yeah. I I agree with you. I think that this was a good action and consequence movie. Um, and to speak more broadly to Cailin's point about, like, why save these five people uh, as opposed to the cost of the multiverse, even if we assume that it's not a fluid thing, it, I think Spider-Man... Kind of felt like it was a trolley problem situation. He's yes. not saving these people; he is sending them back to die. He's killing them. Yeah, and so he has to do what he can to save them. Mm-hmm. Um, which is really interesting, and I, I, I just I love the concept of the the job isn't to beat the supervillains; it's to cure them. Yeah, it's which to is, save them. It's a very fun little twist. The,
0: I like his idea is like like. Villains are a victim on themselves, and mm-hmm. so to save everybody means to also save them. Mm-hmm. Um, it's the reason Vulture went to prison. Pretty sure he tried to save Mysterio, but what? How did Mysterio die?
1: I don't remember. But he ran into the flames to save Vulture. So this is a culmination of his character arc, and I'm okay with it. Yeah.
0: What didn't you like about it?
1: um The pacing felt a little shaky at times. Okay. Um, they breeze through the whole Spider-Man's identity is outed, dealing yeah. with consequences of that in about ten minutes flat. Just basically an excuse to bring Matt Murdock in to say, "Hey, everything's okay," and then incite the actual inciting incident of yeah. him going to see Doctor Strange. Um, and then, yeah, it did, it kind of slowed down in the middle a little bit so they could get triple the spider quips. Yep. Um, which, as much as I love triple the spider quips, there were times where it was like, okay come on guys this is funny and all but we need to move on um there were some moments where the sort of quasi improvisational humor was just a little too much i think um i'm thinking in particular of the moment where uh they've just saved the day and uh holland spider-man comes over to the other two or um garfield mcguire's kind of leaning on garfield um and they have their little chat and pro hug and um, they kind of like proud parents watch him swing away into the sunrise. Like, and You're and, in, so much, pain you're right in so much pain right now, aren't you? And he's like, "Yes, I am." I, like, I
0: actually really liked that bit.
1: I I liked it in isolation, but it was kind of the straw that broke my proverbial mm. camel's back. On that, I was yeah. like, "Yeah, that's just that's one step too far." There. Gotcha. Um, funny line itself. But, yeah. Yeah. Um, let's see.
0: I'll be honest. The Peter bit. I like. It was such a low-hanging fruit the joke the it was like hey peter and like they all looked like Mm -hmm. i don't know i feel like it would have been easier to not have that joke than to have that joke or no sorry it it was too easy to have the joke Mm -hmm. that it like it wasn't as funny because everyone knew that joke was coming because that joke's so overdone Mm -hmm. everywhere there's people with two names Mm -hmm. or two people with the same name
1: yep I um, do that in real life. You do recently. that in real life. <laughs> yeah.
0: That um, it when it happened, I was just like, ha, ha, ha.
1: See, "My uh. problem was I I liked it, but then the problem was they played the bit off for another five to ten seconds yeah. of like me, oh him, oh who? It was just yeah. Another example: of the the humor just getting a little, yeah. a little too big for its britches, maybe. Um, in general, on average, I think the humor was a a strength, but it was not perfect. Yeah. Um let's see i had something what do you think
0: about the uh the posing bit the whole they like ran out all three of them together and they did their web swinging and they all all, since they have all their kind of own style swinging they did their little style swinging they did like the moon shot where they all posed in the air Mm -hmm. and they landed all posed differently what do you think about that
1: Uh, uh classic
0: mcu pose moment
1: gratuitous fan service but i felt myself well and duly serviced and enjoyed it
0: i agree i felt very serviced (laughs) i was like that's so cool and then i just watched people like i've seen that bit uh played with uh test ride Mm -hmm. from how to train your dragon yeah and i was just like that feels fair yeah i like it yeah that's
1: about right (laughs) um i this kind of connects to the pacing issue but um peter's hole goes into a murderous rage and then comes out of it felt like it was like just a half hour yeah just it was it was a really quick turnaround and i i get it logically and i appreciate that it took the other two spider-men kind of um, overcoming their own demons to talk him out of it but it did feel a little rushed to me mm-hmm. um and i don't know how you improve that except by extending the runtime yeah. which is probably not necessary um but yeah, just didn't a hundred percent work for me. All I right. think.
0: Um, I'm gonna keep saying good things just because I'm okay. I'm, I'm running out of bad because, stuff. Yeah. Uh they did the death perfectly. Mm-hmm. Like it was the right, like it. I so rarely feel that they nailed the amount of time with no dialogue. After, mm-hmm. and like, and all, so okay, so like the death happened, and then it was like him like sitting there like in shock, and like all of this was happening, and like mm-hmm. that, like Happy showed up, and he was like, "Run!" <laughs> um, and like that amount of time, and like the shot to everybody else, like showing everyone else's reactions. Mm-hmm. What I always read, or like what I always notice first. And, like, that's most important to me, I think, in these is, like, what's the first thing that's said and how is it said after the moment? I agree entirely. And if it's just, like, if it's a joke or it's, like, a new bright and happy scene, Mm -hmm. like, it ruins it. Yeah. Like, I understand the comic relief is important because that's a whole Shakespearean thing. Yeah. But, like, this one was perfect. Yeah. Because it was zendaya's voice rather than anybody else's voice so you have the natural feminine like softness of it mm-hmm. it was a it was a emotionally neutral line mm-hmm. like it wasn't like something about the death but it wasn't something that was funny or like uh energetic right and so like it brought you back into the motion of the movie slowly and it was right like, masterfully done <laughs>
1: yeah yeah um i agree entirely i was like i was so ready for them to break it with a, a joke yeah. or just some sort of moment of optimism that it hadn't earned at that point yeah and i was really glad that they didn't
0: yeah and then to just really cherry on top it they gave you another moment which is so rarely done in movies when there's a death Mm -hmm. to then later have them still like thinking about it yeah and crying like having the two of them come up and hug tom and having him like like, he was, like, sitting there silent, and they hugged him, and then he broke down again. Yeah. Like, that was just so real. Yeah. Because that happens. Yeah. Like, you feel sad, you do your crying, and then you're done. And the moment somebody hugs you, it immediately floods back.
1: I don't know what you're talking about. When I'm sad, <laughs> someone hugs me, and I'm, I'm fine. And then uh, someone hugs me again a while later, and I'm, I, I make a w- little witty quip, and then we go have an action scene together.
0: Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> but it's just like... The fact that it was he was still like that they then it went and found him and he was still like breaking down about it like it mm-hmm. felt real and I'm like you you did this so well yeah you did Aunt May's death so well
1: yeah um and it, then that that sets the table for his his frayed state of mind to turn yeah. up and try to bash Goblin's head in yep in brutal fashion which can I also just remark on. I hardly noticed the score in this movie. I mean, the couple of little Spider-Man theme moments were nice, but the score in that final fight with Goblin was awesome.
0: Okay. I did. I'm so bad at noticing. It, it. was,
1: it was basically just quiet, sort of ominous choral music. Okay. Um, and it would have been really easy to do to try to make this tragic wild orchestral music or something. And um, it was, it, it reminded me not entirely musically but at least in sensibility more of padme's ruminations
0: oh that's a good one
1: yeah that was the uh, that thought crossed my mind while watching the movie and it might have partly also been the cinematography with just kind of the sunlight just the yeah edge of it creeping in um but uh, yeah i, I, I thought I, that was a really effective little thing i wanted it was to so cool
0: out. to have the juxtaposition of like the sunrise after a night fight mm-hmm during that moment yeah where it's such a dark moment yeah with the sunrise i was like why are you doing this to me
1: yeah <laughs> yeah very cool very unique
0: oh god it's just like i i feel like they did so much right with this mm-hmm. the i mean we even we, we talked about this that when they when we started seeing rumors that they were gonna have the other spider-man in it yeah i was like i mean you have to have a calm conversation about the webs mm-hmm. and how that works and i feel like that was done tastefully yep. i wish they didn't like do the do you get web coming out anywhere else like that one was just, like again
1: a little, little too, too much far a little too much humor but... um
0: but it was just like he does it and they're like like they had the reaction like yeah you would. Like, what what is this <laughs> <laughs> um and then, like, and then just little references to their movies. Like, mm-hmm. if you hadn't seen them, you wouldn't really make, like, make sense. But, like, when it was, like, do you ever have, like, a web blockage? And he's, like, now that I think about it, like, there was a time, like, existential. like,
1: Yeah, Spider-Man 2. That happened. I saw that movie. Yeah. I was there.
0: And, like, it's just, I, I what do you think about Andrew Garfield being the one that saved uh, MJ?
1: Well, that was exactly, I mean that was exactly the right call because yeah. he has to atone for not saving Gwen. Um, the, both of the, the older Spider-Man, McGuire and Garfield mm. both got their chance to redeem their darkest moment. Yeah. And they both succeeded. And that was kind of the thing that helps them bring Holland out of his darkest moment. Yeah. Um, so that was absolutely necessary. And I think landed just perfectly. Yeah. Like, If you hadn't seen the movie, they do set you up with it a little bit. Like, she was falling and I tried to save her and I couldn't. Mm -hmm. And we don't need to know any more than that. Yeah. And then um, we get Holland trying to save her and then he's taken out of the game. He's hit out of the way. And it
0: wasn't how, you know, like physics just kind of stopped working. Right. And the web was not going as fast, even Mm -hmm. though he launched it and momentum should have made it work. Mm -hmm. Um, He was also like smart about it too. Mm-hmm. He himself went and yeah. like launched himself basically. Yeah. But then like it was an exterior thing that stopped him. So right. it wasn't like really his fault. It was Green Goblin's fault. Yep.
1: And then Garfield learned from his mistake and yep. saved the day. Yep. Um and then they didn't need to linger on it but just him being just a little teary when he lands. Yeah. Ah. Good if stuff. They had
0: kissed. I would have actually walked out of the theater.
1: So <laughs> oh why would you even think that <laughs> <laughs>
0: i was like i don't know like is he like about to be like in love with her because he just saved her or something but no it was
1: no it was the, really the, good, that yeah. would have been as wrong say, a decision as you could make
0: um andrew Garfield or uh, toby Maguire, they de-aged him didn't they
1: had to have a little bit he
0: felt a little awkward like his face like looked a little green screeny yeah the whole time
1: yeah, there were um, there were some weird green screen moments. Yeah. Um when Garfield first came out of the portal, it was, was definitely his head's just floating there above yeah. the Spider-Man suit. Yep. Not great.
0: Um But Andrew Gar- or Tobey McGuire was fine. Like he was he was mm-hmm. good. Yeah. Not terrible. He's not a terrible actor in general.
1: No. He's apparently a really terrible human being, but that's oh, a different thing.
0: Andrew Garfield was absolutely phenomenal. Mhm. I Like, I fell in love with him in this movie. Like, just... I don't know what it was. Mm Mm-hmm. He just felt so good in this
1: one. I mean, go back and actually watch those amazing Spider-Man movies. And, like, there's a lot of flaws with those movies. But he's a really good Spider-Man. He's a really likable Spider-Man. I remember
0: that, yeah. Like, but he was, like, weirdly emo, so, like, he wasn't really Peter Parker as much.
1: Yeah, I mean, (laughs) he he was a terrible Peter Parker. He's the worst Peter Parker, but he was...
0: was it, like, Andrew Garfield was the best Peter Parker? Or, um, sorry. uh, Tommy was the best... Peter Parker Garfield mm-hmm. was the best Spider-Man Tom Holland's the best, both right um I just I yeah now this yeah. movie
1: apparently there's a fan petition for the amazing Spider-Man 3 to happen now
0: what were they trying to do for Spider-Man 3 Amazing 3 also that you're amazing you're amazing you're amazing you're amazing I was like forget it thanks we get we get the bit <laughs>
1: um yeah uh amazing spider-man 3 i don't think they had a whole lot of stuff locked in but they were going to try to get uh black cat um oh cool they had cast felicity jones
0: oh oh, that's hilarious because isn't black cat's first name felicity i think it is
1: uh no it's it's close um i had it
0: feline city
1: felicia felicia there it is felicia hardy Yeah. yeah um yeah, she was she was in Amazing Spider Man too as just a very minor bit part, and people are like, "Oh, she's gonna be Black Cat," oh. and then we're gonna have her be a Black Cat, and then she never was Black Cat, yeah. so it's too bad. Um,
0: there's a uh, there's a joke hashtag going around that's the the hairy Cut because mm-hmm. um, there's a scene where there was just like a bunch of uh, just common burglars for Tom mm-hmm. Holland to stop. And one of them is Tom's little brother, Harry. Nah. Uh, but they cut that bit. Cause Tom was like beat up and like, no. or, uh, sorry, not Tom. Uh, Harry was like all beat up and was just like, that was such an exhausting, like bit Blah blah blah. And then they like cut that scene. No, oh. Everyone's was like, we want the Harry cut.
1: <laughs> yeah. It'll be a DVD extra. <laughs> yeah. Um, it's fun, but
0: I don't have a whole lot else. I've got two people blowing up my phone for responses right now. Okay. Um, do you have anything else broadly that you want to talk about?
1: Let's do a brief, broad, non-spoiler yeah. kind of thing. Uh, you start. We'll end it off. All right. Uh, big picture. I thoroughly enjoyed this movie. I think the rating will be left in from before, but mm-hmm. it's, a, it's a solid eight, closer to a nine than a seven. Yep. Um, I have some issues with the pacing um, and some of the, the humor is overdone in some places, mm-hmm. uh, but overall it is... Uh, funny it's emotional it uh makes some very interesting decisions and plays them out very effectively Mm -hmm. uh and it is top to bottom a rewarding ride
0: yes uh i'm riding the same boat with you on that rating uh very very strong eight not quite a nine but like very strong eight um every character makes decisions that propel the story forward naturally Mm -hmm. for their character which i absolutely love um. Very critical emotional moments are done with masterful precision yep. and emotional manipulation.
1: <laughs> yep. <laughs> uh.
0: And I just it. It's a beautiful culmination of a lot of things, mm-hmm. and also a great setup to so much more that I cannot wait to see. Exactly. So that's that. Go see it. See it twice. See it twice. And then go back and listen to our non spoilers if you haven't.
1: You mean our spoilers. Or
0: spoilers, yeah. That thing. You know, yep. that whole thing.
1: So yeah. uh shall we. We shall Thanks everyone for listening. Uh you can find previous and eventually future episodes of this podcast, the once in future episodes, something like that. On Spotify and iTunes and Podbean and iHeartRadio, and not on SoundCloud. Not SoundCloud.
0: Not in SoundCloud.
1: Not SoundCloud. But you can also find us on social media. We're on Facebook. We're on Twitter at Just Us Losers Pod. We're on Instagram, that same handle at Just Us Losers Pod. Uh, we have a Gmail, justusloserspod at gmail.com, where if you have any thoughts on the movie generally or even more specifically, you can let us know there or at any of the other social media places as well. I guess I'm not entirely sure how that would work on Instagram, but you can try. Uh, slide into our DMs. Is that still a thing the kids do? I don't know. Uh, do it
0: to me. I'm lonely. I'm just kidding.
1: <laughs> Kalen, do it
0: to me. If you're listening to this episode, but you definitely won't yeah slide into my dms please
1: (laughs) is this your is this your secret fantasy (laughs) someone's gonna slide into your dms (laughs) um yeah next week we'll be talking about news and stuff and we'll see what's come out we'll We'll be a lot more
0: maybe news probably not it's holiday week and rarely things happen
1: yeah we'll have a update on the the uh, box office for spider-man we'll see if it's how far it's gotten at that point Uh, yeah, I don't know. That's probably uh, everything. We good? Yep. Thanks for listening. Bye. 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 Bye.